Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello listeners, welcome to another episode of Marat Makes a Movie in which I talk to filmmakers about their experiences in making films with the aim of raising funds to make my own film. Currently, I've raised £598.70. Thank you very much, listeners. You can donate or find out more about my filmmaking project by going to marriclarwood.com forward slash movie. Just go to marriclarwood.com and click on the links where you can also donate. And what have I been doing with that money? Well, I've been spending more on it. I bought a couple of external hard drives for storage. Four tetrabyte ones. Uh, I mean, no one is really interested in me talking about hard drives. But you can also see on there where I'm spending the money. Anyway, this episode, I spoke to Matthew Skillington, who makes films um, for the internet, and he's making a pilot with his sketch group. And I wanted to speak to him specifically about fundraising, because his was one of the few cases of making money using Kickstarter. So if you're interested in how to raise funds through Kickstarter for your film, he's got several good tips. And also he gives some other valuable advice. All right, that's enough from me. I hope you enjoy it. Here's the interview. It's Marit Makes a Movie. What's it about? I'll tell you. Talking to filmmakers about stuff. Editing. Camera work, directing, acting, all sorts, mainly bullshit. Do you call yourself Matthew Skillington or Matt Skillington? Uh, I'm usually credited as Matthew Skillington, but Matt Skillington to, to you. I'm round Matthew Skillington's <laughs> house. And if you don't know Matthew Skillington, he is a member of the Skillington family and also a member of the seldom... Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. 
LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Differ Sketch Group. My, one of my two favourite internet sketch groups, You and Broken Toaster, mm-hmm. and the reason I've got you to do this remarkably popular podcast is that you managed to do one of the only successful Kickstarter <laughs> fundraising campaigns I have ever seen. Yeah. Um, I did a video for a group called Broken Toaster and they were trying to raise 10 grand from Kickstarter and they didn't make it. Yeah, that is a shame. They are great as well. And you are going to produce your own pilot. Mm. And you said, uh, well, why don't you tell me about how you went about it? So people a who have history. Yes. In the nutshell, we, so we, we actually, so the show that we're making is called Don't Tape Over. Mm-hmm. And we made uh, an eight minute pilot of this show six years ago now, I believe, 2012, I think we uploaded it. Um, and it generated a bit of interest within the the TV world. Um, arseholes. The arsehole world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was very exciting at the time. We weren't really expecting much from it. We were making it on our weekends and free time. And we had no budget. Um, All right, enough of this sub story, mate. Yeah, sorry, mate. So, uh, basically, it eventually ended with Bob Mortimer taking a real shine to it. He wanted to develop it. We started developing it. We got close to getting a pilot with the BBC... But then we were denied this, and they couldn't see it as a as a longer format, as a you know an episodic 30, 25 minute, thirty minute piece. And and basically, we watched it a few months after, and we thought, you know what, we we do love this. And people were often saying, "What's going on? We don't tape over." So it was we, still on the internet, interweb. It was on the interweb. Yeah, we didn't get the pilot, and we said, right, we still want to make this, so let's make it ourselves. And that is when we thought, well, we're going to need some cash to do so. So we went through Kickstarter. And Kickstarter, it feels quite swamped. And one of those ideas, when it first comes out, everyone, the first few people make loads of money. Mm. And then uh, we were talking before about people who've got like, their Edinburgh shows on Kickstarter and things which sound like a bit like excuses to go on holiday on Kickstarter. <laughs> yeah, it's well, there's, there's, there's so much stuff out there that you can donate money to, i.e. charities. Uh, why would you want to donate to, you know, a group of lads that want to make a funny long video? So why why is it that 
that your video is more important than like kids with no spines and stuff like that? I think it's because it's a lot more enjoyable to watch a comedy video than to watch a um, saggy teenager. When no children with no spines. Children, uh, yeah. Well, you know, even still, uh, I think it's just more entertaining to watch a funny video. And also, that video could cheer them up. Do you know what I mean? So, and, it, it, and for a second, they would forget that they didn't have a spine. Yeah, for for, for thirty minutes, they can sit there going, "Oh, everything's fine," and I'm just concentrating on this. Ex- and all the children without any spines watch your half an hour episode Mm. that adds up to about three lifetimes of children without spines and the thing is if you've not got a spine there's not not a great deal to do other than lay there so to to put our show on in front of them is is a blessing well you put it that way I think they should disband a lot of these charities for these kids (laughs) just just let them watch (laughs) just let them why don't they get their money and put it towards comedy videos? Well, they do. That's why it was a successful campaign. So, I'm, is it getting a bit confusing now? So, you directly appealed to children with no sponsor? No, I mean, we, you know, we, 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 uh, we sold it as what it was. It was a, we wanted to make a standalone pilot episode for a sketch slash narrative based comedy. So, say, so, say I was going to, I've got a film. Well, I'm going to make you film. I'm going about a different route. But so I was going around in the Kickstarter route. What tips did you have on how did you get them about how to have a successful fundraising campaign? Well, we were quite lucky initially before we released. I think it's really important that you make a Kickstarter video because obviously on the page you, you get to fill in all your details, but also at the top of the page you can have video. And it's just a lot easier to watch a video and try and get as much uh, as many points across as possible. We were looking at other Kickstarter videos. One that we saw was for, uh, do you know the film, what they do in the shadows? Is that what it's called? Oh, the Taika Waititi, Waititi the, the vampire one. The vampire one, yeah. We watched that. That was a Kickstarter campaign. So not the film, but for the distribution rights to distribute the film around the world. Oh, really? They needed a certain amount uh, of cash to do that. Which is mad, isn't it? Because it was a really good film. Yeah. Um, so they did a Kickstarter campaign, and we took a lot of. It's not so much stealing. I think if you just do your research and look at what what works in their video, you know whether it's talking to camera or giving certain facts and why they need the cash and all that kind of stuff. So we kind of made a video. We we come up with the idea of the Kickstarter campaign, but before we released it, we um, Ryan who is one of our co-writers, actors, and edits all of our stuff. He's got a friend called um, Andrew Harmer. Now, he did a campaign uh, for a film called The Fitzroy, and he was after £70,000 wow. for a feature film that he was making. Um, and he was so good because he basically sent us about two pages of notes saying, this is what you want to do. Don't do this. Take this out. And we spent another month working on it using all of his notes. And he was successful with the Fitzroy getting the yeah, 70 grand. Yeah, he got the he got all of the money. Um and it was like it was stuff that we'd have so you, so with Kickstarter you can have it's up to you how long you have the campaign out for. So you can go sixty days or thirty days. 
uh, I think we went, we did 21 days, but we were going to do like a month or 60 days because you think, if I've got more time, I can get more money. Mm. But he, with his notes and the advice was given was if you can do it in 60, you can do it in 21 days and he keeps it fresh. And if you're releasing something every day and you're promoting, by the time you get, you know, 30 days in or whatever, people are just kind of like, Bored, hate, hatred. I probably feel some sort of hate. Hatred. The money's drying up. No one wants to keep donating. So we kept it short and sweet, and then that meant that we could. Because with this campaign, you've got to take it very seriously. If you want to make the money, you have to treat it like a job. That was another one of his tips: is you've got to treat it like a job, which is tough if you're working full time. But Ryan uh, spent. We had. We had. His bedroom was basically the epicenter. So that's where we did all our doings from, and he would stay in the room basically for the entire run, and we would come in and out. Um, and it was it's a great name for a bedroom, the epicenter, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, no, it was it was good, but we were. So our plan was for every day during that campaign was to release something, some kind of um, what's what's the word? Uh, content. Content. That's the word I'm looking for. So we do things, so we have a history of our own sketches, um, which is obviously a good start if you've got a bit of a background and, I mean, can I call it a small fan base? Maybe. We had a little bit of a fan base, which, which helped. Um, so we were releasing stuff like outtakes from previous sketches. Um, uh, what else did we release? Oh, if like a fresh sketch, if we, we we had a sketch that we'd not released, which we released on one of these days. So every day, giving something, you know, it wasn't just like a, oh, will you donate money to us? It was, can you donate some money? Here's a little fun video you can watch, um, which I think helped. And also, everyone that backed that day, we would thank them at the end of the day. You know, tag them on Facebook or whatever and just say, thank you for the great donation from X however and just keeping everyone on board so it's very much like hard fast and quick Outcome. they're the three you might as well get a tattoo of that on your body somewhere <laughs> yeah as a reminder hard fast and quick but it kept people engaged I think so that's your first tip is keep it short 21 days second tip is produce treat like a job Mm. and produce regular content yes is that all of the tips no there's other I mean we use there's you know there's no right way of doing it we we got a, a, we had a successful campaign so we can give as much advice as what we had there's other little things like there's a there's a, a thing you can use called green inbox have you heard of green inbox no so it's I'm not going to use the word dodgy. It's not dodgy, really. Is it on the dark web? No, no, it's technically legal. Um, but what it originally, Green Inbox, what you'd do is you'd pay the Green Inbox a bit of cash, and then you'd have a template of a message saying, hey man, uh, just thought you might be interested in this, could be up your street, you know, make it a little bit personalised. Mm -hmm. But then that message was kind of fired out to all of your contacts on Facebook originally but they had stopped doing that oh so that would be a direct message be a direct message but that didn't uh, that option was gone by the time we got to Green Inbox 
but they use email. So they take all your contacts from Facebook um, and then send an email to them. And you pay them a small amount of money, but we made more money. We received more money from doing that than we did spend on doing that. How much did you pay them? Can you reveal that? Uh, it's not that... I mean, I, I want to say something like £15 or... It's, oh, right. It's relatively cheap. I'm not exactly sure on the figures. But maybe that's illegal now after this date projection thing. Well, yeah, that could... That's what I'm saying. It could be a little bit ropey. Um, so tip three is be prepared to do illegal... <laughs> be prepared to do illegal things. I'd say tip three is keep an open mind and... Um, be prepared to do illegal... You know... Do what you've got to do to raise them funds. But the most important one, I think, is the video is very important. Your Kickstarter video. You've seen that Kickstarter video. Yeah, yeah, I've seen it. It's, you know, you've got to get all the information across and you've got to keep it engaging. And what we had in the Kickstarter video was a little thing we talked about, Chris Pizza. I don't know if you remember. Mm-hmm. And my kind of character is uh, chatting about how he wants to actually sell Chris Pizza and this is what the Kickstarter is really about. And then from that, we started making little separate videos for anyone that cared, which was about Chris Pizza. And in terms of making these videos, did you make those out of your own money then? Yeah. So that was, you know, we kept it cheap. We had a lot of archive footage from ourselves. We got Bob Mortimer to do a little, tiny little clip in there, which may have helped uh, in some ways. Um, And then we kept, doing updates so if we'd hit a target if we'd hit two grand we'd do an update saying thank thank you know thanking the people but part of that update wasn't just us going okay cheers thanks for the update with the preamble there would be a little bit of a sketch and then we'd thank the audience just basically i mean it depends what you're asking money for we're asking money to fund a pilot because we're comedy writers that make videos so we had the ability you know we had the option to make them videos and give people what you know, they want to see comedy videos and then ask for money. And then did you have a reward scheme of, um, I mean, listeners, this, donators to this um, podcast will know they receive a lovely pin badge and a, and a letter from me, which is of at least, yeah. value at least £5,000. Mm. Did you have anything that good in your reward scheme? Yes, yeah, so we did a whole range of award, uh, rewards I think that's another good point as well. The reward scheme's really good because it's another incentive. And if you have a bit of a following or people just, you know, people like to have a little bit of something that not everyone else has got a little bit of. So we started as from £1. You could donate £1 and you became a Seldiffen. Oh, actual, actual levels of uh, official, names. Yeah, official Seldiffen fan. Wow. And then it, it went all the way up to two and a half grand. And what was your biggest donation you got from someone? A thousand pounds. Wow. Yeah, as a there was a couple of one thousand pound donations, and that would get you an executive producer credit, as well as all the other stuff. We got artwork from my my brother designed uh, some postcards. He's an illustrator, Sam Skillington, Samuel Paul Skillington. Check him out. Samuel Paul Skillington, illustrator. Um, he for Earth, he designed. Well, he basically made caricatures of some of the characters from our previous works and you can have them on a postcard or if you paid like I think 25 or 35 pound you could get a an A4 kind of glossy print 
So we did that, 750 quid, got your curry with the lads, where we'd take them out for mm, a curry. Nice. Uh, badgers, of course, as you know. Uh, yeah, we just, whatever you, I mean, that's, so, and then uh, digital versions of the show, you know, first releases you'll get with DVD. One of the offers was a VHS tape with the actual pilot on itself. That's going to be a pain in the ass to make, isn't it? Yeah, the thing is, what I would say is be wary about what you're offering um, and whether you can, you know... Caught and send a dick pic. Can, <laughs> whether you can actually do it by the time... Because at first you go, OK, what can we offer? What can we offer? We want to give them everything. We want the money. But then actually you finish the campaign and you have to follow up with that. Um, so that's going to be a bit of a... A nightmare. We, we're going to get everyone done, but we're thinking it might be a lot of kind of going around to the houses and posting it rather than paying a lot of posters and posters and postage and packaging. Posters and packaging. P and P. It's bullshit, isn't it? Yeah. I can't believe how much stamps are. About quid for a first class stamp. Well, you wonder why the internet's winning. I mean, you know, the post office is on its way out. But we had three hundred backers. That's that so, three hundred quid gone on post. Well, if you you're sending stuff and the packaging, a parcel, two pound ninety five. Exactly. Individually, it's, you know, we're going to be like, right, well, now we're going to have to start another campaign on Kickstarter. To do that. And once you get to help the large envelope bit, if you put badges in and they try and put it, and you take it to the post office and they put it through the their different slits to see what size it is. Yeah. And they and I've been through when I sent badges to people and they, I see them not push it through enough. Well, that badge can definitely go through that slit and then you see them not do anything you arsehole you arsehole post office person you're, you're doing it on purpose to cost me another extra 40p just slipping marbles into the bag or yeah just to weigh it up a bit more well they're struggling aren't they they're a struggling company do you um, send your badges individually yeah posting posting second class post and a letter and I just put them in the, in the post box is it signed I just always just write a letter saying thank you and I write a different letter each time. There's no standard letter. It's almost illegible because my writing's so bad. Well, I like to imagine disappointment on people's faces. I mean, why don't you donate to this and you can get one and feel that disappointment yourself? Yeah, but badges are great for that because you can get them in. You can get them in bulk. You know, and it, a reward. You can say donate a fiver, and we'll give you a badge, and you're, you're making profit on that. Yeah, and it's also getting keeping people interested. It's time for a little break. Just have a relax. Let's get back to it. So you raised how much exactly for your Kickstarter? Uh, I think we originally asked for about 12, 12 and a half thousand was our target originally, but we su- surpassed our target. Yes. And on Kickstarter, what they do is they make a stretch goal target. So once you've got the money, rather than saying... Give it to the spineless kids. Yes. Because we got the money before our campaign was even up, which is, you know, excellent. Um, very grateful for all the donations that we got. But rather than just giving up the campaign, you go, well, actually, because we, we always knew that was never going to be enough money to pay for the pilot. But it's, it, it sounded like a sensible goal, you know. So then you add a stretch goal and we said, oh, now we want to make 16 grand, uh, which we didn't get. But I think we, we managed, we raised... Uh, about 14 and a half grand in the end that's great but how much of that how much do you think the campaign actually costs because I think people don't budget in the actual cost of all the all the rewards and all the actual making those videos and all that business well the biggest hitter is um, 
Kickstarter itself will take 5%. What? Yeah. So, I mean, Kickstarter for themselves is such a good business format because they don't do anything. All they do... So we got um, Pick of the Week, which is like, the you know, essentially the staff at Kickstarter like this campaign and they put it on the front page, so it pushes it. But what Kickstarter will do is... You know, if you're asking for 200 quid, they're going to be like, well, you know, 5% of 200 quid is nothing. But these, you know, like I said, the, the film where the guy got 70 grand, Kickstarter are going to want to push that because if they make their target, uh, they're going to, you know, 5% of 70 grand. Do the math, Mary. It 5% of 70 grand is where it'll be 50 pounds per thousand so so times that by 10 is 500 pounds for every 10 3,500 pounds do you know what I mean so they're going to push it but so that's your biggest kind of payout is paying Kickstarter itself but then you can argue that if it wasn't for them you wouldn't raise the money in the first place yeah 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 Indiegogo of course um, you keep I, I'm not sure what, what I feel about this so why did you choose Kickstarter and not Indiegogo or another crowdfunding site we just heard good things about Kickstarter that it was quite solid you know and they do they do help you push it and whereas Indiegogo it's a weird one because with, with Indiegogo you keep whatever you make even if you don't make your goal now as and Kickstarter you don't get it if you don't make your goal. You don't get a penny. But which I find it weird with Indiegogo with that because if you're donating, and I, I've got friends that have donated to Indiegogo projects and they've, you know, they might have reached, they're asking for 10 grand and they've reached 200 quid, but they still get to keep the 200 quid. Are they going to put that towards trying to gain more money or is that just 200 quid? Yeah, they can't make, they can't make the project. No, so I find that a bit strange. Uh, to be honest I can see why they do it because obviously if you're grand off you can just top that with yourself whereas Kickstarter you, you you have got to make it so so that's the money there and, and then yeah postage, postage and packaging but like I said try and deliver as much as you can if you can get things like PDFs anything online you know anything digital is a good reward because you can just send that to an email it's when you get physical, and we have a few physical ones which we are going to have to either hand deliver if they're local, or you know we'll be, we'll be forking out a few bob for postage, postage and packaging, like you say. So now you've got your money that you've had to top up. It doesn't. It's not enough for you to make this uh, your pilot. You've you've finished making the pilot now. About a year later, you've just finished doing the first. You're doing the first edit now. So yeah. So we released the Kickstarter video into August 2016. Uh, so this August, it'll be two years since we started the campaign. And we are, yeah, we have like a scene, maybe two, a couple of little bits and bobs to do, but the majority of it is is done. And we kind of have a rough assemble, but yeah, it's gonna be at least another month before it's looking anything like. It's been a long time, Marek. It's difficult when you're working as well, isn't it? That's the problem. Yeah. We've been working, and it's just hard work. We don't have... You know, we're looking at... A pilot can cost between 100 and 200 grand if you're getting it made by the BBC, and you have a huge network and team there. Mm -hmm. We have 
and I'll give the names to give them, you know, out of respect. Give the names. Myself, John Collins, writer-performer, Ryan Howes, writer-performer, uh, editor, James Lord, director, and then uh, Natalie Taylor, produce, producer, is the core group. And then we, we went out and, and got guys that we know, guys that we've, that, that we've heard of. Natalie had a lot of a good contact with people. Did you pay that crew? Yes, but it was token fees, you know, it's a passion project, which I kind of hate doing because you, wanna, you do want to pay everyone fairly, but it is a passion project. And to be fair, these guys that we're working with were just superb. Um, a lot of them really kind of got behind the idea, got behind us. And we're, we're lucky in that sense that they helped us out because it takes so much longer. And, and did the thing go over budget at all? Well, yeah. I mean, from the Kickstarter, you know, we raised 14 grand. We certainly put another 14 grand in uh, out of our own pockets, which is fair enough because it's our project. So we were working, we, we did a few jobs um, making videos for companies, like advertisements and stuff. and. Money, money that we made from that, we put a bit back in. But yeah, I mean, in terms of our original Kickstarter goal, yeah, we've we've gone way over budget. But we, I mean, we always knew that. But the the risks would have been if we'd have gone, we want thirty grand, and we made fifteen on Kickstarter, and that was it, and then we lost all that fifteen grand. It was a risk that we weren't willing to take. So it's very hard trying to work out that that amount, I suppose. You, the initial amount is quite difficult yeah I mean luckily we've we've all kind of bits and bobs our director used to work at Rough Cut and uh, made a lot of you know comedy shows you have a rough idea of how much these things are going to cost and our producer Natalie has worked in that quite a lot as well so we did have a rough idea which helped I mean she always said it's going to be about 30 grand which I think we kind of knew what well, we did know, but it, we just we weren't willing to ask for it. So that's that, so you've done it. That's brilliant. Yeah, we're one of the Illumini, Illumina, Illuminati, Illuminati. Is that right? Illumina, uh the underground group that control the world. Yeah, that's what you mean. But now, Marek, it's about delivering. Because I have so much love and respect for the people that donated, the people that cared, and you have. Um, this is another thing as well. You'll find that if you're doing a campaign, you have kind of two different circles. You've got your inner circle, which is friends and family, who are more willing to donate, you hope, you know. You say, oh, I've got this thing going on. It's like, oh. they begrudgingly, 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 uh, have to kind of donate. And then the outer circle, which is people that don't really know you personally, they may know of your comedy from the past and they want to see more, or that's the difficult circle to to get donating. Yeah. Because you'll find that, you know, initially you'll start your campaign and you'll go, oof, look at this. You know, it's a huge peak. We're, we're getting loads of money in. That's all your friends and family, first of all. Friends and family are seeing it and going, did did And then you start levelling off and then it gets quieter and that's when the panic comes in. It's very stressful. Yeah. Campaign. That's what I found with this donating for this. I mean, I think we're near, I'm near 600 quid. So my thing can be really, really ultra low budget. Mm. And basically you can't really spend all the kit I've bought out my own money, like the camera and the microphones and the tripod. The only thing I've bought is basically stuff 
that has to do with the film. Yeah. So basically a tripod, I need to do the vlogging thing and a, a prosthetic thumb, some music. And I've just bought, literally just buying things you don't even think of, like the hard drives yeah. for storage. I thought, mm. I bet I've got, you've got you have at, least, at least two big external hard drives. I think that's 200 quid gone on, on backing up the hard drive. And you should really have three. So I thought, I can't really spend, I can't really put half the budget into external hard yeah. drives. But the cheap ones you can struggle with because they can be incredibly slow. Or, yeah, or yeah. Reliable, so you've got to kind of get a half decent medium, one. yeah. Because otherwise they don't earn. They don't. They, there's some you think, oh, that's a really cheap price. Oh, that um, transfers at one megabyte a minute. <laughs> <laughs> and you're not. So you're you're doing it where you can. Is it a patron page type thing? No, my but as donated. Well, no, my one is people donating through the podcast. There's no Patreon. Yeah. And what I've done is just after people donate, and originally I did one film script idea I started writing at the start of the year, wrote half the script and the rest of it, I thought oh, I'd better show this to the producer, mm. to, to give the, to a proper line producer and say, what is this going to cost? Ring this is all nice already. And he went, that'll be, if you don't pay anyone, that'll be 12 to 15 grand. And I thought, I'm never going to get that. Yeah. So I thought, what can I do where I can make it with the stuff I've got? So people will know the my idea for film was about a bloke who's a vlogger who kills his partner and carries on vlogging. So I can basically use it. It's basically an extended vlog where I can film myself so that mm. cuts down pretty much most of the costs. And then if I work, and then so I'm just not. Do, it's all filmed on this camera. But then you've got things like travel, food, and even to pay. I want to hopefully pay the actors even like minimum wage is like fifty quid a day. And if you've got about 10 days of access, that's 500 quid. So I'm hoping to get just over a grand, two grand that I can do it for that, I yeah. think. Well, It'll we... be terrible. I know it won't be terrible, but it might be terrible. <laughs> no, I'm sure, as long as it's well written. Um, we, yeah, cutting corners in terms of like actually shooting, just pulling in as many favours as possible. Yeah. The biggest killer you'll find is location is just a nightmare. Because not only is it finding it, it's then being allowed to to shoot on it and making sure it has the facilities. Because you're, if you have twelve, fifteen uh, crew members who are doing it for f- fuck all, the least you can give them is somewhere they can go. Food and a toilet. Food and a toilet. But that was, I mean, I when we we did like eight days in a row shooting up in, well, we travelled from like Sheffield and then down to the seaside and stuff, but. When I was up in Sheffield, my auntie used to uh, run a catering business, and I said, "You know, how do you fancy blowing the dust off uh, of the buffet table and getting it back out?" And we, you know, we paid her a few bob, but it, way cheaper than it would have been. Mm. Um, but that's why I, I always remember Shane Meadows talking about that when he was started making films, and he was saying, "You've got to pull in as many favors and get your your mom or your friend's mom to help you out and stuff." So I was like, "Okay." I can get catering, friends who can drive around, pick up stuff. Uh, one of my best mates, Dave Bates, he he was a runner on it. Best mates, Dave Bates. Best mates, Dave Bates. Uh, he was driving the van around and he was brilliant. Just, you needed anything, he'd go off, pick stuff up. It, it was a real community and it had to be to keep the cost down. And what other tips have you got having filmed most of it that you've learned out there that you could give to one of the billion filmmakers who listen to this. Well, uh, 
the biggest one is keep the faith and stay true which is nonsensical bit of advice but I mean in the sense of if you've not got the right group that all are on the same page uh, it's going to be a nightmare it's going to be shit at times you're going to argue with people but you have to remember that and that's what's good about the Kickstarter there's a kind of a um, even though we always wanted to do it there's that added pressure because you know that people have done it and you know that people have believed in you so if you mess up or you give up or you just you know can't be asked you're letting a lot of people down and you know why would if you want to do something again in the future why would they bother um, so that that's something we've stuck to as being mates and being in this kind of nightmare for you know over 10 years uh, cost keeping the cost down as much as possible pull in the favours you know don't be afraid to ask I mean they say it's easier to get forgiveness than it is to get permission that's true in a lot of cases but you don't want to film somewhere and then not get permission and then they say if you do use that footage we're going to sue you and that's you, a child's graveyard you've just yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly it can be but pulling in favours you know we're in a world now. You got Facebook. You got all the. You got communities on Facebook. You got. They're very specific. You know, um, just ringing around, just ringing these people and going, "Can can we shoot there? You never know." I, we got a pub in Sheffield. We were we were struggling to find pubs, and then I just started ringing around. To first, like one of my favourite pubs in Sheffield, the the Washington. Just rang him and explained the situation. Initially, he was a bit like, oh, "I've asked, you know, I've had students trying to film in here before," and I was like, "Well, look, we've got this little bit of cash." talk to them, haggle. You can do it a lot cheaper. Um, any more advice that I've not already said? I don't know. Work it out yourself, mate. You'll have to add me on Instagram, at Matt Skellington. And, um... I was going to do that. We're going to do that plug now. Why not? Oh, no, I wasn't trying to plug, Marek. I was just saying, you know, if you've got any more questions, it's... Uh, what it's questions? Hard. on it? Send a picture of it on Instagram. No, also Nuffer. We got like the other lads will probably be able to answer it better than I have. I hope that I've answered some questions. And that's been so you can find out more about Matt. Why not follow Matt on Instagram at Matt Skillington? I think so. Yeah. Or seldom differ at seldom differ. No Twitter's Twitter. I'm Matt Skillington on Twitter. It's really weird with the um, uh, 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 Twitter's got a certain number of letters. So my thing's called Matt makes a movie. But when I was trying to do it on Twitter, I spent about an hour. Typing in it's not allowed. What? Oh no, it's too long for Twitter. Now I've done all the I've done all the picture. I've done everything. So it's called Merrick. Ah oh, shit. Merrick McSmooth. Yeah, there's there's so much to talk about. I suppose, and it's it's hard to kind of think of top of your head because I look back now, especially that eight day stretch that we did filming with with fond memories because it was you know it was great fun. It was a team of people that really wanted. To be making what we were making and it was exciting but at the time you know there would have been times where I proper had the face on or you know you just feel tired and you're just like oh god this is that's the worst thing about filming stuff is when you don't no one tells you that you're literally getting four hours five hours sleep a night mm. and it's okay for two or three nights and I've listened to other filmmaking podcasts where they, they actually put a break in because you just do it for three or four nights and at times it gets to the fourth or fifth day then everyone is so knackered mm. that things start going slower, people start making mistakes. You realise and you've got act, acting a sketch which was your dream to make, but you're so tired you can't do your best performance because you're exhausted. Yeah. 
So some people actually put break days in filming. Oh, so yeah. So where they put do three days and they'll do a break or even a break for a weekend or... That's actually a really good tip because we, after that eight days, we, we then came back to London then the following day went back to Sheffield or something ridiculous like that. Back to Sheffield. Went to film at my granddad's house actually. Locations. There's another tip. Think of your family members and what houses they have. Mm. Because, you know it can really help. I mean, we filmed at my granddad's, which is ideal location, we got it for free. Um, but after that day, I remember James, our director, kind of going, because we're meant to be filming another sketch the day after, and it was kind of like, do you know what, I think I've burnt myself out, and we all felt the same, it was kind of like, I don't want to do anything tomorrow. Because mm. like you say, you start just getting sluggish and going, I'm not enjoying this now and it's going to come across on the camera so yeah break days are great um, for sure well that's loads of information that's great thank you for your time Matt that's alright I hope it's helpful uh, you know well I'm sure people will um, write you and tell you and they can find you on Facebook Twitter Instagram yeah so Selden Differ uh, on Facebook you can you can follow us on that and we give constant updates of how Don't Tape Over is going and Instagram, Selden Differ. Is it Selden Differ Comedy? I think it's just Selden Differ on Instagram. Uh, yeah, so follow us and, and you'll see all the updates. And check out their brilliant YouTube videos, Selden Differ, the YouTube channel. And also, Matt's got a great podcast called Skeleve It or Not, which mm-hmm. um, I've done one of. Yeah, you were excellent on it. Well, it did, I didn't make sense for a lot of the time, but people will be used to that. <laughs> Um, but yeah well thank you very much for your time no problem thanks for having me on alright stay hygienic Marek makes a movie Marek makes a movie Um. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.